The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Balls. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life, a new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. I'm your captain, Sean Holmes. And your first officer, Brian Massey. Today, we review episode 28? Yeah, 27. The Alternative Factor. No, it's 28. The Alternative Factor. You know, typically we don't go political, but I guess we're going with uh, my title, The Whole. What about Alternative Facts? Engage! Welcome to the Prime Directive. Yes, hi. How's it going? It's, uh, all right, episode 27, uh, the, uh, sorry, 20, 28. 28. Wow, yes. I'm, I'm going to get over it. Episode 28, the alternative factor. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the number of this uh, episode, it's an alternative fact, you know. Uh, well, a fa- well fact, is. the opposite of yeah. a fact would be a lie, but the opposite of factor would be a whole. Yeah. So, of the alternative factor, it's the whole. Right. So... So, um, we'll go over this, I'm pretty sure, just kind of, you know, line by line. This is really, this is going to be a short episode. I, I'm very, I'm very, like, nervous about, like, (coughs) what, this particular episode? This particular episode, just, just because it's, it's, it's going to be, it's not going to be that, that exciting. Okay. Not, Not by a long shot. Let me um let me go ahead and give you some inside baseball on this. Um, when we were watching this episode, I um, this is the first time uh, entire season that I've looked at Sean and go and gone, I'm I'm fucking bored. I am so bored right now. Um, and don't get me wrong. Um, it, it's kind of interesting, especially nowadays, how um this particular episode, especially of TOS. Uh, talks about parallel dimensions and all the stuff that's, you know, <coughs> come to light recently about, you know, how matter and antimatter works and yada, yada, yada. And like what our assumptions are of how things would work, um, how how we've kind of gone about that. You know, you would think that that would inform my interest a little more about this episode, but it really doesn't. It's, even though there is a parallel universe where, you know, Chris Pine is playing Kirk, you know, yeah. at the same time. It's like, eh. So, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that, yeah. like, in the latter half of the show. First half of the show, kind of, like, I don't want to say, like, Deep Space Nine. <coughs> is, yeah. um, their documentary funding uh, campaign kicks off. So, um, oh. you know, li- a live uh, third action uh, Star Trek series, Deep Space Nine. Initial run, 1993 to 1999. Um, it's it's going to get a documentary treatment, um, thanks to its original showrunner and uh, the production team behind for the love of Spock. Ah, okay. 
So uh, it's going to be spearheaded by uh, Ira Bear. Um, the documentary will fo- focus on explaining the show's production, its historical place in the Star, uh, Star Trek uh, franchise, and why the series is so unique, um, enduring appeal that continues to mm-hmm. this day. Um, then there's there's you know a bunch of actors are going to uh, appear, including the, the characters that uh, the guys that play uh, Kira, Dax, Odo, Quark, you know, uh, Worf, Michael Dorn, you know, that's going to be in, right. he's going to be in there. Um, and just a, a lot, a lot of people are going to be in that. So it looks looks interesting. I kind of I kind of want to like kind of want to see that. So that yeah. that that should be that should be an interesting thing. Um, let me ask you a question, uh, just because I know that we're going to get to it uh, eventually, if not this year, the next year. I know, uh, especially. Um, what are your thoughts on Deep Space Nine? Like, I mean, where does I, where I do mean, you place it? Here's the thing. Like, I haven't really watched much of it. It's like same here. I I've I was a TNG fan to be initially so but but from what i've been told it is a decent series especially towards the end right when they get on the defiant and they're actually yeah. going around and which is fighting. one of my favorite ships by the way what is it the, the cardassian empire i believe yeah but like the very first couple of seasons from what i understand were actually you know what's life like on one of the, you know the star bases you know and, and uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's definitely an interesting idea. It's definitely something that I'm glad that they did. Um, but but at they the same... don't. They don't go anywhere. <laughs> it kind of stays on the ship, which, well, which, which, to me, what do you think is re- it, very reminiscent of like a space like soap opera. You well, know? Well, yeah. I mean, but... they don't really go. It's just like there's, you know, nothing's. I mean, the thing that I dig about that really is when you think about it, because you know, you got all these different starships that are going off and doing all these missions, like you know. TOS and, you know, next gen, right? Well, I mean, if you look at it from a military point of view, because I'm looking at this from like, you know, like I was raised in Army Prat, so I moved around a lot and I was on bases and whatnot. You know, um, this is kind of like, you know, going from a different base to, you know, like, I don't know, like it's just being in one place, getting used to being around those people. So it's like boldly going uh, where no man has gone before, everything is boldly arriving. Right. So you know, like they've got to have like restaurants. Yeah, they had restaurants on there. You know, you have you have people living their everyday lives on there. I mean, and that's the city. Yeah, basically, it's a it's mini town. City. It's a mini town, which is really cool. Which like, um, I think Quark mm-hmm. is. I never liked them in in Next Generation. In I didn't. Yeah, I just I don't like Ferengi's period. I don't know. They're right. just like they're. I mean. <laughs> that is racist. And I hate Ferengis. I hate Ferengis with their yeah. big noses and shit. No, um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we don't want to get too too yeah. too racy here because well, um, um, we don't we don't want him showing up. Well, you know what's so. funny though. You, you, you know what's funny is I remember having a conversation with someone a while back talking about how um, Next Gen and um, the revival of Doctor Who kind of had some parallels. I don't right. know if I mentioned this on. I don't know if I've mentioned yeah. this on show or not before, but like, you know how like the Ferengi show up in the first season, and they're meant to be the big bads, like the big bad guys now, but like everybody yeah. hated them. They kind of had the same thing happening with the Saladin in uh, season, series one of Doctor Who with the Ninth Doctor, hmm. and eventually they got played on as la- as like you know like a laughing stock. Later on, like they weren't really a threat. Hmm. Um. Same thing kind of happened with the Ferengi and, the, you know, like what happened to the Ferengi also happened to the Slitheen. But then like in season three or four, then you got like in next gen, you got the Borg. And then for Doctor Who, you got the uh, Weeping Angels. You got 
kind of in the same span of time that it took to really develop that is when you actually got the big bads on both shows, which I think is actually kind of a really cool parallel. Um, <clears throat> especially the Borg, man. I'd love to talk about the Borg sometime on the show. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just, like, and, and just, you know, not even having, worrying about an episode. How about this? Um, episode 29, we'll talk about the Borg. All right. We'll, we'll go into Borg. Yeah. Like, for instance... Because cause that, cause obviously, City at the Edge of Forever is one of my favorite episodes. Right. So, you know, I would love to talk about one of my favorite villains, which would be the Borg in the beginning. Right. So that would work out You know something kind of cool? Well. You, you, you know what I thought I... Honestly, I hope that they have a new they have a Star Trek four come out in theaters because I would love to see Kirk take on the Borg. I know he I know they're a next gen villain, but if you actually read the comic books, um, that ship that Nero was on, they stole Borg technology from the future and then like brought it into the past. So Borg technology is already kind of you know implemented into that universe. So I'd love to see the Borg come go like, okay, why are we sensing all this shit over here? Oh look, there's life. Let's you yeah. know, you know, let, let's let's merge with it. Exactly. Because fuck y'all. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> how would Kirk? F- ta- FL guys. Because I mean, seriously, how would Kirk take on the Borg? He'd ki- he'd try and kick their ass. What would happen though? That's I mean, a, that's a discussion we need to have one day. Absolutely. Um. So, I think uh, we'll we'll have those questions and more on the next episode. But what this episode. We're talking about uh, episode uh, 27, excuse me, 28, excuse Jesus, episode 28, uh, The Alternative Factor. <laughs> so, I don't know, sounds like some crazy... The Alternative Factor. It's uh, The Alternative Factor, all right? It's, uh, you know, uh, Bill O'Reilly will be on after this messages, okay? Today's episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Try free for 30 days of Amazon Prime, courtesy of your nerds at Castwave Studios. Just go to castwavestudios.com and click the banner at the top. That's Amazon Prime. This episode is brought to you by audible.com, home of thousands of audiobooks. Click through the link in the episode description below and receive two free audiobooks of your choice. We at the studio recommend Ready Player One, as narrated by Star Trek alumni Will Wheaton. That's two free audiobooks from audible.com. Click the link now. Today's show is brought to you by Castwave Studios' Amazon page. Help our tiny, poor studio and save money at the same time. All you gotta do is go to castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Learn it, bookmark it, love it. That's castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Sean is motioning me for to stretch it out. Stretch it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Welcome oh, back. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, so, um... <laughs> Hello, God. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Aw, uh, what's the matter, big guy? I don't know. I guess this episode is really crappy. Uh are you getting bummed out a little bit there? Yes, I am really bummed out. Maybe we can kick you out for tacos later, huh? Okay. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Um. So, episode twenty-eight. <laughs> uh, the alternative. The alternative factor. After uh, well, let's give it. We'll give you a little quick summary here. Uh, after a disconcerting period of non-existence, Kirk finds a man called Lazarus, who claims to be a cause of distortion 
and is chasing an enemy in the aid of a space-time craft. However, when he demands the Enterprise's dilithium crystals to continue his search, Kirk is left with a dilemma. Mm, what? Mm. Yeah. Oh. That, it is that boring of an episode. What? what? Like, it's, it's completely <laughs> bullshittery. It is, it is really crap. This this I mean it's it only had one redeeming um thing <laughs> and and I'm I'll, I'm trying to look for the for the screen cap of it but it's oh, like man. it it was like a 10 minute setup to a 5 second punchline in the middle of the episode I I'll just I'll just go and Brian cracked up all over it like I mean, look, I, okay, first and foremost, by the way, his beard, ke- the, the main character's name is Lazarus. His beard kept fucking disappearing the and entire like, way. Of, yeah, it, it was really crappily, like, stitched on. Also, like, that's not how mustaches work, guys. I'm just here to tell you. I, I mean, mean, he had, like, a Fu Manchu thing going on. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I can't grow this part, but, I mean, at the same time, I can at least grow, like, right here. Anyways. I mean, I mean... <laughs> It was it was just hysterical. He just him Watch falling. out, Captain! Ah! <laughs> just, ah! just ah! <laughs> like he kept Watch out, Captain! Ah! Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Give me, give, give me one, give me one. All right, go watch on. out, Captain! Watch! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just like, wait, wait, wait. He's like, oh, god. Hold on. <laughs> can I try one? Can I try one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go, go Here ahead. we go, here we go. Ready? Three, Ready? Two, one. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm severely bruised in one leg. And I maybe if I'll try to move it. <laughs> you shot me. You shot me. You shot me right in the arm. Why would you? <laughs> Um. <laughs> right. So, oh, with, oh God, without much further ado, let's just get to the categories, okay? Jeez. Uh, uh, oh, so that is really getting annoying. And this is uh, engineering, and um, what the fuck were they smoking in this episode? Because like, they they had this like white room where they filmed in like you know a negative balance and. Yeah, it was like it was. It wasn't really like a negative balance. They, it they, was, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, you know, I it was it was kind of it, it was lame. I'll it give was it a very three. lame. I'm giving it a three out of ten. Fuck this. I agree. I mean, okay, look, we're, we're being generous. Let, let me. Let, okay, let, let's let's actually give it a shot here and like actually try and describe why it was so bad. Um, okay. First and foremost, you kept having these, you know, like shots that were, you know, framing over one another, um, where there were a lot of still shots where the actor would replace himself with like, you know, another version of himself in the scene because basically there's like two versions of himself that were phasing out of, you know, uh, reality. So uh, you would have a lot of, you know, like doing action and then this hold the (laughs) shot, right? hold the shot and then bring in like a thing in like, you know, the second screen kind of you know, phase that in and then phase it out. And then all of a sudden, Oh look, I'm still in this, you know, pose. Yeah. But now I'm just a little bit different. 
Whoop de doo. <laughs> okay. Um, I could do that with like a shoestring budget. Yeah. Um, the spaceship looks like they lifted that off of like Plan Nine from outer space. <laughs> it really does. For God's sake. Um, well, I mean, a little better be, looking, honestly. I mean, honestly, I mean, it would be it, so it, easy for me to just be like, yeah, you'll give it. But like, I, 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 thought, I just thought the spaceship was very standard. It was a very standard spaceship. It's very like 1950s sci-fi. Oh, wow. There's an invader from a different universe kind of thing. <laughs> a, the invader. You know, just yeah. like the invader. Can, can, can you give me? It came. From Uranus, the invader from another world, <laughs> you know. Invaders from outer space. It came. It came. It came for my salsa. <laughs> it came for my salsa. Um, and I said no. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Three out of ten. Let's just move on to the ass hattery that is the bridge. And I do mean evacuate. Yes, please. Please, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, um, seriously. Okay, so let's I think... Let's get out. So, obviously, you know, Kirk and Company, I mean, they're, they're, you know, when you're judging... I feel like when you're judging episodes like this, you're not really judging the acting of Kirk and Company. You're judging the guest stars. And so, the guy that was playing Lazarus in this, I don't know where the fuck this guy learned to act. I don't know where the fuck this guy got hired from. But theater, this, I I would assume theater. Yes, it ha- he has to have been on theater like, as a classically trained actor. Actor, actor. But like, good lord, like acting. <sighs> you know, just like Christ. Yeah. No, hold on. Eh. No, no, yeah, fine. No, yeah. I gotta get my own button. Yeah, you um, do. If one day I'll have my own button. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to Patreon. Go to yeah. patreon.com slash castwave studios to get Brian his own button. I need a button. Um, <laughs> but uh, this guy, oh God, I don't even know what the fuck. The, hold on. Let me let me look up this guy's name. But this guy could not act his way out of a fuck, pa- paper fucking bag. Granted, don't get me wrong. The scream that he made when he was falling okay. off of that cliff was amazing. That was amazing. Um, but this is not just about the antagonist. This is about the rest of the characters as well. Right. But but it's mostly that guy. Yes. Because um, it's as a lot of him just having his acid trips. He's, a, he's an eccentric and scientist who also claimed to be a time traveler. I just... It, um, the, the story went nowhere. It, yeah. No. It felt like it was going nowhere until they finally explained what the fuck was going on at the end. Yeah. So we have Robert... I just... I, I yeah. was... I wasn't impressed. So we have Robert Brown. No, it wasn't starring. really engaging. It was kind of boring. It was actually. boring. Robert Brown, um, uh, who was born in 1926, played uh, Lazarus in this. Uh, he was active from 1948 to 1994. Let's see if there's anything that he's actually known for. He's best remembered uh, for his starring role as the charismatic, fast-talking Jason Bolt in the 1968-1970 AB series, Here Comes the Brides. Yeah, uh, I don't know who this fucking guy is. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, nothing that I've ever heard of. Uh, he was in Archie Bunker's Place as a guest star. He was initially supposed to play Steve McGarrett in Hawaii Five-O, but he was replaced at the last minute. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. All right. Hooray. Bravo. Um, Bravo. So, yeah. so yeah. Obviously, we're not dealing with the cream of the crop here. And obviously, with, with a lot of these episodes, they're not going to be gold all the time. So and and then and this will real this score will reflect of that. Out of thirty, I give it a. I'm 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 pushing like like a seven, and he only gets extra points because the guy 
he yelled. And he fell. Give it a six because he, he was like... All right. He couldn't even keep track of his fucking beard, dude. All right. So, all right, so that that's... Yeah. That's pretty much uh, yeah. that. So I sick guess we're, we're going on a sick bay. the nature of the medical emergency. I thought I was going to be having to press Welshie all the time. But apparently all the red shirts are fine. We did. We had four. Count them. Four we named, red shirts. That I know what happened. We named them. We named them. So, so they were Next they were time fine. we don't name them. Don't name them. Oh, they're going to die. I mean, most of them are going to die. And it, yeah. It's when we don't name them that happens. Because we named them, we know was it was Carlos, uh, Chad, Juan, Juan, and somebody else, and Steve, I think, and Steve, yeah, and none of those guys died, even none though they were died. all wearing bright fucking red. My bad, guys. We uh, we named them while we were watching the episode. So shame on you. Shame on us. So that gets a big old fat zero. I mean, because no, literally, no one died. So on to the captain's log. Captain's log, stardate 48579.4. Captain's log, stardate 41590. Captain's log, stardate 1254.4. Captain's log, stardate 2712.4. Captain's log, stardate 666. <laughs> Captain's log. Uh, so this is um, basically Captain John Kirk. Kirk uh, walking around a lot. With what the, with did crew. Kirk do in this episode? Kirk, um, he he went. Kirk was just like he kind of just kind of hung out until he was told what to do. Yeah, he did. He did the opposite of a captain's job. He he he, he was he asking a lot of Spock in this episode. Honestly, here's the thing: this was obviously something. I don't know, where, Spock. What you, oh, Spock? What do you think? I don't know, Spock. What did you? What do you think? It was just like yeah. It, well, to be fair, okay, look, if we're going to look at it from that point of view, yes, he's doing his job because he's going to his resources and he's going to his top men asking questions and trying to find some kind of rationale as to why said thing is happening. But, uh, you know, he at, at the end of the day... I really think, I really think he was being told, he, he waited until someone told him what to do. Yeah. Well, at the same time, he, did. He, he was chastising Bones because Bones was like, uh, by the way, Jim, uh, you know, I was taking a look at his vitals over there, and uh, turns out that, well, he didn't have that scar on him, you know, when I checked on him last, but then he did. Damnedest thing, I can't tell what it is, and Kirk's just like, oh, that's poppycock, you're, you're, you're just being yeah, silly. This, I'm like, this is crazy. Have you checked the re- have you checked your uh, your equipment? Where have you ever had any reason in the entirety of the season so far to not trust Bones? He's one of your bros. Like, if, if if Bones is saying, hey, look, I've been going on a medical exam of this guy from top to bottom. I've got, you know, all kinds of shit to measure out what's going on. I got all these biometric blah, 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 blah. Here's something that's weird. You listen to him. You don't just throw him off and be like, Bones, you're, you're nuts. Get out of here. Like, so uh, honestly, he loses points for that because he didn't. I'd just give him middle of the road. Yeah. Five. Fair enough. So yeah, that that includes that. So we're gonna move on to uh, what was it? Battle stations? Yeah, it's battle stations. Battle stations. And uh, this is for the action, which gets five points already. That fall, that fall. It's getting at most of the points in here. Yeah. That because that that would fall under action. It loses points for me though because. 
for the fighting scene in negative that was flipping around. That is the worst wrestling I've ever seen in my life. It looks like they were trying to braid each other's hair very intensely. It looks like they it looked like they were doing interpretive dance blind and, you know, naked. It was it, it, it was, was weird. D- it was dumb. It was dumb. It was fucking weird. It was like it was like they took all the rotoscoping from, you know, Krypton or it gets Kryp- five. Or, it gets five points. Or, or Krypton. If you will, from Kryp- the first Star Trek, or Kryp- Star- Krypton. Super- Krypton, Krypton, Krypton. Yes. Oh, Kirk, Kirk gets uh, gets the treatment too. Yeah, his pants went from black to white. Yeah, he he, he did look like he was from Krypton. 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 Uh, so so I don't know what kind of effect they had on that, but like um, he was like fighting himself. Did you notice that? Like he was in there kind yeah, of struggling, um, and he was fighting himself. Def- what the fuck was going on there? I. I, well, it was. I couldn't tell. I honestly had a hard time telling exactly well, what he was doing. Because ba- basically, it's it's him fighting with himself, uh, with is the antimatter fighting with the matter mm. through the portal, but the portal wasn't open. It, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. And like without the lithium crystals, then he add the lithium crystals, so you can actually go back to the other side. The science doesn't really. The pseudoscience doesn't really check out. So yeah, um, action. That's that's gonna be. I'm giving five. it a four. Four. All right. I'll I'll side with you. It wasn't really really, wasn't that uh, good. So did they go anywhere? Well, it's inside out. I heard that. It turned inside out. And it exploded. Transporter room. What? For okay, I will. <laughs> it's, s- it's it's a very planet heavy episode again. I will say this much. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it higher points simply because they went to a parallel universe. But that parallel universe was just filmed with like you know like a a black screen basically to make it look a little bit darker because it's you know dark. Matter. I mean, I, to be fair, this is kind of one of the first instances in Star Trek history, definitely, that there is are parallel universes. Right. I mean, they're they're the first to kind of permeate that wave of thought on television. I think right that um so I you know I give it the credit where credits due. Mm-hmm. I I'll give it a nine. Because right. they really they they were the first to one. do it, so they, they get points there. Um, so we still got a you know the, the bad guy. Alert on deck eight. Uh, which is this guy, this Lazarus fellow. Who's, this Lazarus fella. He's a he's a he's a he's a time traveler, but he's also from another universe. But he's also dressed like Errol Flynn. Right. But he's like, <laughs> what? Okay, um, let's, that, let's, that, let's, that beard. Let's take a look real fast. First and foremost, I honestly think that they took one of the beards from the Klingons from the previous episode and were just like, this will work, right? Okay. Like, you know, um, I mean, if anyone's like tuning on the stream, like you see, you see our, our get ups, right? Our moustaches. There, there's, there's still, there's hair like here, but it, it doesn't start here. Yeah. His, his, his beard started, my mustache doesn't nos- start past here. Past his nostril and then flowed down to, to, like whatever bag that was here, that on his on his chin, and like it was attached it, like right was, here, and then it just kind of hung. It didn't it just, like wrap. His, back the, here. his beard just hung about like um, yeah. like the last few bristles of a used <laughs> broom. Like <laughs> yeah, it, it was um, it was very awful. And and not like, only that like that that guy, the character wasn't engaging. There wasn't anything like he was just tripping out the whole time he wasn't threatening 
when he was supposed to be threatening. He wasn't, I don't know, he just, he never really He was really just crazy. Quite, he never quite hit the mark, you know, and I... I think, I mean, it could be, I mean, it could be the actor. It also could be the direction yeah. that this went under. It could just be because the script. It, it could be the script. The script. Uh, the script the, is like just, a, um, it's, it could, it's just a monotonous, just a the com- combination of things. The script is awful, man. combination of things that makes this uh, antagonist just awful. Yeah, and then when he actually plays the, like the yeah. good side, the good side is very like, I thought he was intriguing, from let, from the other 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 side. Let me ask you a question. Like, why didn't you just lead off with him and then have the crazy guy? Let me ask you a question, Sean. What? Just because I know that like we're gonna probably I don't know, we're probably gonna get some questions about this or why did we you know think this about this episode? I don't think so. Do you? Let me ask you a question. Do you want to go back and try and watch this? in the future and maybe see if our opinion is different because I honestly think that, yeah, we are kind of being negative on it. And I think that there is a lot of stuff that is reasonably there to be negative about, but maybe if we watch this with fresher eyes, maybe, I don't know. What do you think? I don't think so. This, no? this episode was okay. horseshit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to change my opinion unless, unless an overwhelming it's, fan base says, no, no, no. yes, Yes, please change your opinion. No, no, I'm no. Like, it's not even that. It's just I want to know. I would. Or not. I'll give it a second watching if 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 the viewers or listeners right. lack thereof try you know attune to us and I say hey you know you gotta watch that episode again. This is my favorite. But I'm pretty yeah. sure most of the people who watch this this particular episode hated it. And thought it was just horseshit. Like, yeah, fair enough. I just it was just like the I'm it's just just a weird. Devil's. It's a weird. It's a weird bad episode. There's nothing in the yeah. front about it. I'm just so trying to play I'm, devil's I'm, advocate as all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, but but you're yeah. I mean the the antithesis is um, weak. It's weak sauce. It's weak sauce. So five out of twenty. <laughs> I I didn't like this guy. Yeah. What about you? Um, three. Wow, you you went really low there. So it's a four out of twenty. <laughs> yep. Jesus, man. Oh, man, that don't even I care. Mean, I I don't really I really don't care. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that good of an episode. Um, I'm. So anyway, you can check us out at uh, castawaystudios.com/slash/amazon for all your shopping needs. So, you know, if you want to get a present for your lovely lady out there, mm-hmm. feel free to uh, to do that. Might uh, I recommend Sherry's Berries? Sherry's Berries? Sherry's is a, Berries is a good one. But Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I mean, we're I'm not, not, we're not, paid, we're I'm not, not paid getting for paid by them, but I will say this much. Get your lady some Sherry's Berries, man. She's, yeah, she'll... We're, we're not getting paid by them. We're, we, we, we we do get credit, however, if you go to uh, caspiestudios.com slash right. Amazon, they tip us a little bit. Right. So actually, we actually get stuff out there. Also, don't for, feel forget to go to Audible uh, through our link in the episode description and get your two free audiobooks. Right. So that's that's a that's a good thing out there. Um, at, like I said always, Ready Player One, great book. Mm-hmm. Don't need to explain that anymore. Onto the score. Onto the score. Uh, this might be our, I, I don't know, this is one of the second lowest, this is one of the lowest, 31 out of 100. I can believe it. 31F. I can believe it. 31F. So God, we, this, this like, ep- like, the episodes are very inconsistent, you notice. Like, like the last episode was like a C, and this one is an F. Right. And the one before that was like a, 
an F, and then the one before that was a B. Like so, so you know, episodes are all over the place in, now, in terms ask, of quality. Let me ask you this: Have you kept your scores? Yeah. Okay. What I want to do at the very end of the last episode is tally up everything on an average and how did the first season fare based on our scores. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I, I, I can pull those. Because we're That's getting fine. close, everybody. This was um, this was the third to last episode. We have two more episodes for season one, and then we're going to be wrapping up season one. Yeah. And then we're going to be doing Star Trek The Motion Picture at Farpoint, which is going to be in Baltimore, Maryland next week. It's going to be uh, February. What are the dates again, please? February seventeenth uh, through nineteenth. Yes, at the uh, is it Baltimore Convention Center? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's not gonna be at the Baltimore Convention Center. No, 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 no. Oh. Well, it's gonna be at Baltimore. Go to farpointcon.com uh, mm-hmm. to uh, get more information. Um, and our pan uh, one of Castwave Studios podcast panel is at four mm-hmm. on uh, Saturday. On Saturday. Right. So on um, Saturday, um, the seven, uh, the eighteenth, Saturday eighteenth at four mm-hmm. in Baltimore, live show. Um, I don't know. I mean, um, I might have, might have some giveaways. Might have some, might have some prizes going on. Right on. I mean, small merch and stuff like that. But hey, come on out. You might, you might win something. Yep. Um, you might have a fun time. Please, please come out and uh, support us if you if you enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, without much further ado. Yeah. Here's the uh, first officer, first officer Brian Massey. Yep. And signing off for Captain Sean Holmes. Live long and podcast. Engage. Engage.